0: Welcome back to Pagan Coffee Talk. I am Oswin, and I have with me Lord Knight. Today's topic that has been pulled out of our hat is hate speech and censorship.
1: Why would anybody think I'd care about such a subject?
0: Or any of us would? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we should really care about it at all.
1: Well, you know. After trying to go get the the witch books from the library and finding out that they were kept behind the counter, even though they're still in the card file, so kids can't find them. I wonder why I have a problem with censorship. (laughs) No idea. Okay. Here's my problem with hate speech. I don't like it. I don't believe in it. I think it's bullshit. And here's why. Our religion is about self-control. About us having our own identity. And being our own people. And God forbid any of us, especially the traditionalist, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, to allow someone to make you mad over a word. For any traditional, to give up that control to somebody else, to give that power over to somebody else over you, is unthinkable. Right. And I know people are confused about this. If someone calls, comes up to me and calls me a name and I get mad, that means that they have control over me and my emotions. You know why we call them my emotions and your emotions? Because they're yours. You're responsible for them. Not me, nobody else. Because right. they're yours. And the only people that get to use them are you. So if I sit here and call you a bad name and you get all upset or trigger, again, not my problem. That's your problem. Why are you allowing me to have that much control over you? And once I have that control, what in the hell makes you think I'm gonna give it up? Well, there's
0: there's a saying that says, you can't control what other people say, but you can control how you react to what they say.
1: Exactly. You know, well, I mean, we grew up in the whole entire age of, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I mean, again, this is true. They're just words. All right. And I'm sorry, my will's strong enough. I know exactly who I am and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. You can call me whatever you want underneath the sun. I am not going to give up that, relinquish that power, that control over my me to somebody else. Right. All right. And again, and then I start to look at this hate speech with the way they want to do it in laws. And I do not see how this is any different than the obscenity laws. We were still battling in the 70s and 80s. There's still control and speech. Oh, you're not allowed to say these words. You're not allowed to say these seven words and the F. CC will not let you say this stuff. And how's this any different than hate speech laws?
0: Well, it's not. But, I mean, is is hate speech even real?
1: I I don't think it is. Is there
0: such a thing as hate
1: speech? Really? No. No, I mean, there's speech that will make you upset. That's life. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember growing up, and the biggest thing we had there was Donahue. All right. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I think every grandparent in the South, especially every grandmother in the South who stayed at home, it was a home all watch Donahue. They followed right. him around like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I remember he actually had some Ku Klux Klan members on and some of the skinhead movement. Right. And again, that's to date me. I want you all to realize how long ago these were. I was still in elementary school.
0: I remember those episodes as well. So
1: <laughs> I remember my grandma making me watch that. So I could see how stupid these people were. Right. By allowing them to speak. She looked at me, and said, this is why in the world we got freedom of speech. That way you can see the stupid people when they're coming.
0: <laughs> and your grandma was absolutely right.
1: You know, I, I'm sorry, but you put that on there. You're not going to know anytime soon. And I'm sorry, because it hurts your feelings is not an excuse to me. You need to sit down and meditate and figure out why in the world that word hurts your feeling. It's just the sound. It's just a word. Right. Seriously.
0: Well, what about the folks that say, well, but words have power?
1: Well, words have power with intent.
0: But if somebody's somebody's calling you names names or... Spitting out all this
1: quote-unquote hate speech, all that has intent behind it. True. But again, the idea here is that we all have a quote-unquote aura field around us, energy that flows through us, Mm -hmm. a life force, right? When it's damaged, okay, when it works properly, things cannot get through it, correct? Right. So the intent people have will just kind of like bounce off of it. Okay, don't so actually it's like do a shield. Anything, like a shield, all right? What weakens this shield is your psychological issues, the ones you haven't dealt with. They're the ones that put cracks in that barrier. Again, your fault, your issues, you need to deal with them. Okay. All right? Either th- Go to therapy, do medication, and, and do your meditations, and you'll start going through them issues really fast. That will smooth them back out then people being able to hurt you and not is irrelevant. Right. Because again, you also have to admit, you, you got to also start to understand when people start attacking you personally and not what you're saying, this is, I'm going to kill the messenger instead of the message because I can't destroy the message. Gotcha. These are people that are going out going, okay, look, I need to make him look like an asshole so everybody thinks that everything that comes out of them is shit but they're not attacking the idea. So again, to me, this weakens people's position that try to debate you on this stuff or tell you you're wrong. Well, you're not telling me I'm wrong. You're just telling me I'm a bad person. Right. What does that have to do with this concept?
0: Well, because it's easier to attack the person than it is to
1: attack the concept. Again, you're still, Here's their argument: Is I need to make you look like an asshole because your idea is too good. And the more I person, and I'm sorry, there are people in craft, in this uh, traditional that see these debates going. Well, you're attacking him and not his ideas. This just tells me you don't know what in the world you're talking about to begin with, and makes you look even weaker. But yeah, people still think this is a good idea, and want to call it hate speech to end it. I, no, how about this? Actually, pay attention to what, what you're doing, look at all the examples, talk to other people, and then decide if the idea is good or not. Right. If you see a hole in there, actually have a hole and a logic behind it. You know, if you really can't argue the idea or anything, just and you can't see any holes in it and you still don't like it, well, just say I don't like it just because and end it there. You don't have to listen to it anymore. Right. But to sit there and try to call certain things hate speech under this concept makes no sense to me. How in the world can anybody of craft give up that much control to somebody else to where it triggers you to where you got to go and take medications or sit down in a room or something? How in the world are you allowing somebody else to control your emotions?
0: Well, it doesn't make sense to me either. And I, and I guess that's because I'm (laughs) part of that traditional train of Mm -hmm. thought here. Well, yeah, And I, I mean, there was, there's been many occasions at work when I've worked at other facilities where I've heard people talking and they'll say certain things and then they'll turn around and they'll be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. And it's not what you think. and And then I just look at them and what, it's no big deal. I don't. I don't care. It
1: didn't bother me what you said. Everybody that listens to it knows I'm gay, and I listen to gay jokes all the time. I think some of them are freaking hilarious. Right. Some of them are dad jokes, but. (laughs) (laughs) But that can still be kind of cute and funny, especially for being so cringy. It don't hurt my feelings. Why should it? Somebody just saying stuff.
0: All right again, we're back to they're just words.
1: Again, stranger out on the street. Why do I care?
0: Yeah, I really don't care what you think.
1: You're not paying my bills. You're not, I'm not waking up beside you every single day. Now again, if you're paying my bills and you're I'm waking up beside you, we're gonna have an issue.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and you know it's funny because it's, I'm seeing a lot of uh, seeing a lot of things on Facebook where people are posting things along those lines that well. I just decided that I need to, I need to stop caring what people are to think about me. And it shouldn't matter what people think about you.
1: Well, see, this is what I like about traditional craft. It shows you a way. If you take the opportunities, it gives you the tools to where you no longer really do care. Right. What other people think. It's irrelevant. You know, it, it actually gets you to the point where some of these arguments stuff come up and you're kind of like, I'm bored. I've I've heard it. I know all that. I know how this is going to end. It's absolutely futile, or could be, or couldn't be, and then walk off. For as much as I don't like this, I don't like censorship the other way. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with the the labels that they put on stuff for like the games and music and and, and TV shows. and oh, like the the, parental advisories. Advisories. All right. But I sure in the world do not want no government body, right? Because, I I mean, I don't consider myself wise and smart enough to make those decisions either. And if I can't do it, I'm sure in hell don't believe anybody else can either. What should be read or what shouldn't be read.
0: No, I think you can only make those decisions for yourself.
1: Exactly. I know some people, and again, libraries in public, in the public library should be completely free, no censorships, whatever. It's out there. Right. If it—if the book exists, yes. you should be able to get it. You should be able to get it at the library with no hassles or whatever and make sure you return them and all that. But a school library, I can understand where pa- parents, parents, not some administrator twice removed from some golem somewhere that has the personality of a stop sign. Right. (laughs) All right. Only a step up from his cousin who has the personality of a cement (laughs) blog. Mainly because of the bright red color. (laughs) I do not want them making those decisions. Again, if parents want to sit there and go through the list of the books in the library and decide, okay, well, I really don't want my kids, you know, in elementary school reading this book or reading that book. And say, well, maybe wait till they're in junior high or high school. I don't have a problem with this. Because there's parents and their kids, and they should decide what in the world the parent, what the kids read or don't read. Right. I mean, it's just the same thing. To me, it's the same thing as music. You get the parental warnings on there and the whole nine yards, you need to make a decision as a parent. Right. Because your child is your child. And they are unique to themselves. Right, and that's
0: you know those decisions are affecting the way you you want your child molded. Right. I mean, as a parent, it's your responsibility to mold your child. So,
1: well, I mean, like you do
0: it the best way you know how.
1: I mean, I don't know about you, but like me growing up, yeah, I hope the whole gay rights stuff and stuff happened. We eventually were able to get married and all that. My hope was is that it just became a normal part of life and nobody really said anything and little Jimmy and junior high can finally go out with little Johnny if he really wanted to. Right. But I'm sorry, the drag queen hours and all this other stuff. Yeah. If you want your kid to go to it, great. But I don't see forcing that on anybody else, you know, requiring kids to do certain activities that the parents do not agree with to me is not a good policy. No, it's not. And it again is a form of censorship. Yes, I think you should be an adult before you get to go see porn. I know most boys, most kids don't, but you know, (laughs) that's between them and their parents. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I cannot stand the thought of censorship. And I really see this as more of a cultural thing and stuff like that. Cause I'm sorry. I remember my Celtic history. Celts at one point were not allowed to speak their own language and had to live a certain way, according to what the Romans said. I don't like that. Right. We fought against stuff like that. we remember these battles and these struggles, so we don't repeat them. You know, that's kind of like the whole entire idea of in Celtic society way back in the day, and again, could be wrong. Women could own land, but they had to be able to defend it themselves. So they right. had to be able to pick up arms. When some of the when the Roman Catholic Church came in and sort of all all the first thing they did was they got all the lords and ladies and kings and queens to outlaw people carrying weapons. And it was a whole lot easier to start burning witches. Right. Because nobody could defend themselves. Because nobody could defend themselves anymore. You know, we're supposed to learn from our history. This is why we teach it so readily and over and over again. But yet, if you're willing to start giving up these thoughts and these ideas, because it's a cool thing to do, whatever happened to being an individual? I mean, is that not one of our core tenets of craft, is that we should be able to stand up by ourselves? Right. And you have to be able to stand up before you can help anybody else? Kind of like the whole airplane, you know, you got to put on your mask before putting on, you know, the mask of your favorite kid, right? <laughs> First.
0: That all comes back to it's real. If you let it be real, right? As far as hate speech goes, censorship, there should be no such thing as censorship.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Everything should be made available. That goes back to freedom of speech.
1: Right. I,
0: if again, we give up our freedom of speech, where's it going to end? What else right. are we going to give up?
1: You know, I, That's my point. How much? I, I'm sorry. You know, your, your safety is not worth my freedom. No. No. I can't see it. No. Won't happen. Well, I think I'm out of coffee here.
0: I'm out of coffee, too?
1: Yeah, follow us on one of the social medias and visit our website. Let us know how we're doing. Please, either on YouTube or Facebook, shoot us an email. See y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Peggy and Coffee Talk. I hope you join us next week we
0: travel down this trodden path a maze of stone and mire just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing fires and so it is the end of our days so walk with me till morning breaks and so it is the end of our days so walk with me till morning breaks.